Yes, they uh, finished uh, their work around 8 o'clock p.m. last night after intense negotiations and uh, deliberations about really the feedback coming from the meeting, late night meeting on Sunday night at Mashamandu, the official residence of uh, President Zuma, where they were told that the president really uh, rejected any moves to have him um, uh, 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 bow out of office uh, voluntarily. So this is one of the major conundrums that is facing the ANC. As you are well aware that we are... Um, going to be having the State of the Nation address on Thursday. There's so much pressure within the ANC, including the opposition for the president, not to be delivering that State of the Nation address in Parliament uh, on the evening on Thursday. So that is why the National Working Committee, which has um, initially, in a fortnight ago, recommended that President Zuma be asked to voluntarily resign. They gave them the feedback to process uh, what they've been talking about, the top six, during that meeting. So we're expecting, as per the rules of the ANC, that the National Executive committee which is the highest decision making body uh, within conferences between conferences will have to make that final call as to whether they really instruct the president to voluntarily resign or they pursue other avenues that are available to them in terms of forcing him to actually heed to what they want them him to uh, him to do Tepo, did they give any clarity as to what uh, president zuma's reasons were for defying uh, that call by the anc we're not privy to most of the details, but what we are hearing from the people that um, um, the sources uh, within the NEC is that uh, he's not sure about uh, his future because he needs a guarantee in terms of whether there will be immunity from prosecution. And I think that's a sticking point in terms of uh, securing that because the ANC, uh, as you know, our constitution is, is uh, the, 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 the branch of the, of the judiciary is very much independent. They can't secure his, the immunity of uh, prosecution because you know that there are still lingering uh, charges and cases that he has to face in court. So they can't guarantee that. But the issue of a dignified exit has been muted by the leadership of the ANC, including Sarah Ramaphosa, who's the head of the ruling party himself. So these are the main issues that I think um, uh, have been uh, really debated and are going to be uh, 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 topping the agenda during the discussions in Cape Town when they meet tomorrow. Zippo, I also understand that meeting was very heated and very fractured. What did you hear in this regard? Yeah, obviously. I mean, uh, from what we saw from Nazareth uh, outcomes, uh, you can see that uh, really the uh, in terms of the balance of forces, it's almost 50-50, even including uh, within the National Working Committee. Uh, we see the, those who are aligned to President Zuma and those aligned to uh, uh, Sarah Ramaphosa, almost uh, the same equation. But however, there is the, uh, the feeling that really going forward, the ANC has to hit the, the ground running with only about 14 months before the next general elections. And there is a consensus that we really need to have uh, the ANC that uh, is going to win back the lost vote in terms of um, uh, the apathy, as we saw during the past local government election, and they want to have Sarah Ramaphosa. There's consensus broadly, but how to manage the president Zuma's exit is, uh, is a sticking point, and it really depends on him as to whether he will accept the terms or not. But there is a feeling that really they, they need to move on this, because obviously there's also a pressure from opposition parties, because uh, even the mooted uh, motion of no confidence on the 22nd is another conundrum that is facing the ANC because most of the parliamentary caucus, if you've seen them uh, recently in, during the debates and during the inquest in parliament, they are starting to raise their voices. So there's no certainty as to whether the president will not be uh, uh, bowed out of his during that process when the motion of confidence, of, of no confidence is staged on the 22nd. So they want to really manage this process and own it up 
And uh, the last thing that the leadership of the ANC want to do is to, lead, to let the opposition to lead the way in terms of, of forcing the president out of uh, office. Uh, Tipo, did the discussions uh, touch at all on those marches that took place outside Lutuli House yesterday? Yes, I mean, it also was also a, a, a bad thing that we saw, I mean, about people being assaulted, especially women, which didn't reflect uh, uh, very much positively on the ANC and the, the spirit of unity. And uh, as, as you saw the statement by the ANC Women's League, uh, really saying that uh, blaming uh, the supporters of Sir uh, Ramaphosa to say that they are the people who are supposed to be championing the rights of women and uh, the people who are seen wearing Siapuma t-shirts, they really highlighted that in their statement. So you could see that uh, this is in a way um, uh, a bad, bad, bad scene that is going to negatively uh, impact on the on the brand mm-hmm. going forward. But however, there was a statement from the ANC to condemn that and we saw that person um, reporting himself to the police station and the ANC in Houting, in, especially in the Houting region, uh, also taking responsibility and condemning that. But those are features that we see on the ground and uh, that anxiety and that impatience uh, to make sure that really these two centers of power are dealt away with. And you can see uh, even during uh, those matches that it really they are very, very, very emotional on the ground. And that may be what we're going to be expecting when the NEC sits in Cape Town tomorrow as to whether they'll be having those divergent views or they'll be able to coalesce and, and come to a conclusion that will satisfy all the factions. And just a final one, Tepo, on uh, the spokesperson of the ANC, as he reports that uh, Pule Mabe has now been appointed the spokesperson taking over from Zizi Kotwa. Yeah, that's definitely confirmed. The Pule Mabe, as you are well aware, he was the former treasurer general of the ANC, uh, youth league under Fikile Mbalula. Um, unlikely, unlikely uh, 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 nomination, uh, that one, because initially it was said, it was, um, we reported last week, it was said, it's the Dakota Lehuete from the Northwest province, and he declined. And uh, after that, there were other uh, conversing for the positions, and then we had that Pule Mabe has back that position. And most of the people, I mean, do, even before uh, that announcement was made, uh, they were also touting Gengekekana from Houting, but uh, that has not happened. And officially, uh, that is going to be announced tomorrow, that Pule Mabe will take over the reins from this uh, quarter to be the face and the voice of the ANC going forward. Tepoe Kaneng, thank you so much uh, for speaking to us this morning. And that was, of course, our reporter following the story, uh, Tepoe Kaneng. And we join on the line now for some analysis in trying to understand how the ANC may navigate this turbulence. Uh, our political analyst this morning is Ralph Mateja. Ralph, good morning and uh, thanks for speaking to us. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to our listeners. Thanks for inviting me. It's interesting times, but it's also rough times in the ANC. So how does the ANC balance itself between uh, pushing for President Jacob Zuma to resign uh, or allowing him uh, to resign on his own terms? How do they balance that? You know, Sakina, I think the whole thing, it started just very wrongly. I think uh, one thing that the ANC got it wrong was to create unreasonable expectation that President Jacob Zuma will be gone by the by the state of the nation time. And I think this is why the nation people have actually been expecting that to happen, but it has hardened the discussions within the ANC about President Jacob Zuma's departure. Because if you look at it, if anyone was honest about reading what happened in Nazareth, that actually no one won the conference in Nazareth. Mr. Ramaphosa won, but his power balance uh, and his power backers were left out. They did not 
win. He was uh, actually plunged among a very hostile group of people, if you ask me. If you read that honestly, it then says to you that it will take time to extradite President Jacob Zuma's departure because uh, he does have proxies within the, uh, within the NC top six. So I think if, you, if they had done that kind of a work, they will not have raised expectations in the manner they did. But also what I find worrying is that uh, consistently when NC members have got a, a wish about what ought to happen about President Jacob Zuma leaving office, they put that wish in the media and then go and try to negotiate it with their comrades. Already their comrades have taken a very hardened position on this. And I thought that it would have been better for them to expedite this thing behind closed doors and then give us a, a view based on the reality of what they're seeing in the negotiations and then talk to the media about that. But they got themselves into this corner where now they are in a, in a, in a, in a lose-lose position. I mean, there are greater risk if the motion of, of, the motion of no confidence uh, uh, succeeds. There are greater risk even if it fails in parliament. So, whims and fancies aside, uh, the two centers of power issue needs to be resolved. And, you know, given the backing that both the president of the ANC and the president of the republic enjoy within the ANC, surely this is something that needs to be resolved sooner rather than later. Indeed, second, it has to be resolved very soon. I thought that uh, maybe the best way to go about it will be for NC members to say to the nation, just to be honest and say to the nation, uh, give us time so that we can be able to uh, undertake this discussion. We want to reground this discussion of President Jacob Zuma's exit. Can you give us two months? We will come back. Let the people know the reality of what we are dealing with so that at least you can meet their expectation. Instead of uh, being so hopeful dealing with a delicate matter such as this, you promise people you'll have it done in a week and then a month down the line, you're on, it's not done and it's affecting markets. It's, it's having all sorts of repercussions. And I think the ANC, it's not honest about its state. It is in a state where decisions such as this will take a long time, Sakina. And why why would it take a long time? Why is it so difficult for the ANC to say to President Jacob Zuma, it is for this, that and the other reason that we actually need you to vacate this position? Why are they finding that so difficult? Is this the small Anyana skeletons that are holding them hostage? I think it's more than that, Sakina. Of course, the skeletons do matter, but I think that uh, we also need to note how President Jacobs managed this party and the type of narratives that he left behind in this party. There is already a political project within the NC that rejects anything that is preferred by the market. There is a political project within the NC that has uh, set itself to be an anti-establishment political project. And this is President Jacob Zuma's politics in a manner that he got some members of his party to actually believe that the markets are there to orchestrate regime change against his leadership and so forth, without acknowledging that his own leadership has been compromised because of corruption. That is one of the main reasons why he's being targeted, not because of his philosophy on how transformation ought to go about, because he had never been clear about that much and much earlier. So that political project exists. That is why it is now linked to the survival of President Jacob Zuma. And people, even if he will be gone, people are not going to reject his politics altogether. It has gained a life of its own. And now you have his chief supporters, such as Kule uh, Mabe now, as I was listening to you, is going to be the face of the NC right into that circular. Well, thank you so much, uh, Ralph Mateja, political analyst, uh, speaking to us this morning. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.